So that was, well, that's the first one I've heard live. Uh, yeah. And that's you doing a cow, is it? A Highland coo, uh, yeah. doing a little Angus. And then I said horns, like uh, Nikki said. She couldn't say horns. Um, her Scottish accent allow, uh, would meant horns was a problem for her. I obviously went to enunciation school and got it beaten out of me. Did you, did people around you in your life say horn? Yeah, I feel like there's other words that I think with an R. R's are the one, are the gateway. Uh, I would say R's are the thing that if you soften them, as I have, if I go and speak to people from Scotland, I go more Scottish, my R's are softened and and their roles in a different way than an English R is. And that's usually the telltale. Well, that's what often when I get to people say I sound American is because the way I say my R's is, isn't yeah. dissimilar to a way an American would say their R's. Yeah, because if you're English, you just forget about the R's. You go right through the R's and yeah. you don't even think about them. Yeah, straight through. Straight through. Lovely. Rolling. Yeah. Uh, so welcome to Baking Bad. I don't think we've done like a we've said the name of the show in like three episodes. But <laughs> welcome to Baking Bad. It's bre- bread week. <laughs> it's bread week. Yeah, bread week. I enjoyed bread week a lot. I like it because I think I've said on this. I, I pretty much say every series. I don't really like sweet food, which maybe this isn't the right show for me to watch it. So I like it's funny the bread week. Next week is chocolate week, and I saw that, and I immediately was like, yes. Noel doesn't eat sweets, he said one time. He, uh, Noel, I, uh, at the start of the show, they they had a bit of sort of like, it was like banter. I thought Noel was on form this week, and I wrote here is quite often Noel, his jokes, I'm like, what? Because it's just, it's, it's like, um, that episode of South Park where they had the family guy joke generator, where it was the two manta rays or whatever it was that were creating just two premises. Joel, um, Noel's jokes are very similar to that. And I think this week he was managing, I, I giggled. It's the first week of giggle in a while. Yeah, I think I Noel this... and Alison are doing well. They're settling in. Alison is bringing it in. We'll talk about Alison and Prue's dynamic, which I love a lot. They've got some fun giggling stuff that I, I was enjoying a lot um but yeah it was a good opener i thought um the little witty thing was funny enjoyed that i thought Both. the sketch was good well yeah, written yeah, yeah. yeah i thought the sweater was the worst so far mm. worst sweater of the season interesting kind of a salmon pink i was um i watched never mind the buzzcocks reboot which is a British uh, panel show based around music and Noel was wearing another Yeah Yeah Yeah's jumper on there. So I was like, oh, he's bought the whole the whole range. Hmm. He's got a lot, a lot to live up to. I feel like his jumpers have become a part of yeah. the oh, discourse yeah. around the show. Big time. Yeah. I own some oversized yeah. jumpers inspired by Noel. 
Um, I've never seen you wear one in real no, life. No, I very rarely wear that. There were pandemic purchases. I've got a black and red stripy one that's kind of like, that's more like Kurt Cobain in Smells Like Teen Spirit video vibe. And then I bought a, uh, in the couples, not to brag, making a little bit of dough. Oh. Podcast. Fashion. Ad, ad, yeah, fashion. Heard of it? And, I don't uh, even know what it is, but. Uh, I got a cashmere leopard print jumper that is, I bought wow. that and I bought um, some wow. jogging bottoms that were also have like, uh, they're like Adidas ones, but they, they look like Adidas ones, but they got leopard. Anyway, it was a vibe. And wow. I, was, I wear that. Someone one. works in big tech. <laughs> wow. I heard they gave out a lot of aid during the pandemic. Is that what you spent it on? or? <laughs> Yeah, that's, I am um, sold a lot of um, poorly made PPE uh, from government backed loans <laughs> and uh, listen, took care of myself, myself with the money. So, yeah, we're good. So, we had oh, the yeah. old signature yeah. to start with, as always cottage loaf. The sig. The sig. As they say. That's as Paul said last episode. <laughs> Let's return to the three towers. Is it the three towers? The two towers. I can't remember what it was. What three peaks. Say? Three peaks. Thank you. There. Uh, actually, before we start, uh, listeners will be upset to hear Claire's voice on the podcast yet again, I imagine. Um, Harry, as head of customer service. Yeah. Oh. One so thing I've got um, thing a, corre- a correction, right? Because you're our North. American correspondent, right? So I, we... I don't represent all. And yes, this is oh. a serious journalism podcast. So, oh, listen, so we have on the defensive there, Claire. Listen, you just need to chill out. We have a correction, and it is from Peter. Uh, thanks for long the time message, listener. Peter. Long time listener, first time caller. Long time listener, four series he's listened to. Yeah, that's a lot uh, of content. I think that's all of them. Maybe yeah. we've done five. Yeah. Uh, Harry. That's how we started it. Harry, comma. Harry, I'm a huge Baking Bad podcast fan from America. Have followed along for about four seasons now. Thank you for your listening. I wanted to correct something Claire mentioned mm. in episode one about America not having varieties of sheep and just having a generic sheep. We have many, many breeds of sheep in the u.s and over five million total sheep boom so let's not have all your uk listeners thinking she is the voice of authority for american culture thank you so claire i'm glad we cleared that up because that is a scandal yeah big i take i take accountability i take accountability um i've i'm i see you i hear you peter and then you've also i think so that was one obviously the malteser (laughs) issue yeah oh yeah i meant i i forgot they were called whoppers but they were called maltesers when i was kids in a kid in in the midwest Mm. just a simple not in all of america just a simple midwestern girl trying to find a way (laughs) in the podcasting world and listen Uh, i'm sorry peter what i would like to uh make uh i have content uh make a point about is that nobody ever messaged me about any issues they always come to harry yeah, I want to know why. Why will nobody come to me? They always message me. He... Where is this going down on Instagram? On the gram, yeah. Instagram, 
straight to the DM, straight to the old uh, other folder. But I'm checking it every day. I check know, mine. Hoping. Harry's like, oh, I've got a message. And I was like, oh, so I better check mine. There are probably dozens of messages in there from fans. Let's not invite more, you know, <laughs> though. <laughs> anyway, listen, if, listeners, thank you for your comments and feedback, your good reviews. If Claire does say anything uh, untoward or incorrect, do let Harry and I know, and we will be sure to air your grievances at the start of every podcast. More than happy to do it. I will try to be less, less, and I quote, annoying as Frick. Um, I will, but you know, I I will try my best. Uh, That's all we ask. Listening and learning. Yes, all we ask for is consistency. So that is, it's good to mention that. uh, That that was from a review, but genuinely. Uh, if you're listening to this, give us a review. It helps. Helps review in yeah. five star. Yeah. If Claire is annoying as frick, tell us. We'll cut her loose. I'll kick her out of the Zoom right now. I wow. I do actually have an issue with because uh, earlier in the year I did a succession podcast. This is my thing. I do recaps, and it unexpectedly got loads of listeners. We got, we got so many one star reviews. And I tell you what, our audience is smaller and therefore, I think, better. <laughs> Five stars, please, guys. Five stars, please. Also, the only tend to come after women. So what does that tell you? Anyway, all with the well, <laughs> I did like the review that said I was annoying as Frick because it gave a five stars. Five stars. At the end of the day, it pays the bills. You know, we get yeah. paid for every review. Yeah. That's hard data, that is. We give, uh, we give $10 Amazon gift cards for every five-star review we get. And you know what? L- listen. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, we don't. What? Uh, cottage loaves. You're going to need two stack cobs. Style of bread is up to you. Two hours and 45 minutes they got to do it. And we started off with Christy. Uh, she was very nervous. She was making dried cranberry, walnuts, and rosemary. Yeah. Uh, Sound of this already. I don't like, you know, you get dried cranberries. Yeah. yeah. This feels like something you'd get at a, you know, when you go to a Trader Joe's. Heard of those? Mm-hmm. Rail mix. Like a craisin? Are you speaking about a craisin? You know, chocolate raisins, craisins. No. What's a craisin? Oh my gosh. Before, now I'm all self conscious. <laughs> uh, but a. Uh, uh, <laughs> A craisin is, is a dried cranberry, cranberry yeah. like oh. a raisin. I see. What oh, yeah, comes in a big bag. Uh huh. I don't like them. They make me feel sick. Yeah, keep you regular. <laughs> well, maybe you ate too many. <laughs> maybe I ate too many. There's a famous story bag. of when Harry. What did you eat too many? And your sick was red. Cherries. Cherries. Mm. I think about that quite a lot. <laughs> I and I were do you actually... together. No. It's an anecdote you told me, and I've just remembered it. And I think I have I have a video of it as well. Oh, um, that is sick. It, well, I'll tell you why. It was because <laughs> I went I was on holiday, right? From work, a, a week off. And then on the Monday I was sick and I didn't think they would believe me. So I videoed myself. <laughs> I videoed just like a two-second sort of sick into a bucket. And it looked, and it's, I mean, it's, you know what cherries look like. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. And that's available on our Patreon, patreon.com, Harry Sick. Uh, you can get that. Yeah. So Christy did hers. Uh, 
It looked, they said it looked appetizing, but it needed more salt, and it was a little bland. Christy had, a, would say, a quiet week this week. She's just middle of the pack, just... Yeah, and that's what I like to see, you know. I yeah. like an early week, middle of the pack. Yeah. I think that's, that's what you do. Look Safe. at Dan. Started yeah. out flying high, nearly gone this week. Yeah, and I... Middle. Yeah. So then we so yeah, we're Christy, still babe, still milfing it around, consistent. We like it. Saku, cinnamon and orange cottage loaf. Yeah. Just brought some contraband in, some Sri Lankan spices, like that. Sneak the, that through customs. The thing with the oh the, the cinnamon from Sri Lanka, like I I don't know where like the UK cinnamon isn't grown here, right? It's probably oh. from Sri Lanka anyway. Yeah. Where do you think I mean cinnamon on cinnamon grams or cinnamon grams, uh Claire, in the US? I don't it was a real moment of like, do you know where your food comes from? Mm. And with cinnamon, I was like, well, I've never considered that. Because I have no idea. A stick. Yeah. But before that, not sure. A stick, yeah. Yeah, I, I think to me, it's only recently I've seen the stick. I just thought powder and then I saw the stick. I was like... You see like the stick that. and then like a, a mulled wine, surely. You get the cinnamon yeah. sticks in there, yeah. Yeah. But, so yeah, they had that. What we also, I also loved, Alison was like, oh, I'm a good batsman. It's a cricket world cup at the moment. Yeah. In India. Do you follow cricket, Claire? Do I follow cricket? Yeah. You know <laughs> you know the answer to that question. You're up early watching the Indian the Cricket World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In America, <laughs> we have cricket every on every corner. Everyone's America's batting the ball. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, you know, actually, my future brother in law is a cricket referee in New York oh. City. Uh, wow. For uh, for not professionally, but for like you know recreational leagues, That's uh, because yeah, because he but he's uh he also grew up in India, oh, yeah, so I he grew up that. around a lot more cricket cricket. Mm. To be honest, I don't cricket's not even. You should be getting to cricket, Claire, because the Los Angeles Olympics cricket's going to be this in week, it. Yeah, cricket's going to be there, baby. Yeah, Ugh, I already told. I mean, I got a I got a whole plan for those Olympics. What's your plan? Okay, so I like wanna find a way to make money off of them immediately oh, was my thought. Because if we're sport. stuck learn a sport, one first No, not enter. <laughs> not enter. Like, yeah. US women's cricket. Rock climbing. Team. Your, no, US women's cricket team. Now's your chance. I mean <laughs> I you know think the they referees import, you can fix you know the they import people. No, I was gonna find out. I was gonna literally I'm okay. Something to know about me is that I really I'm into get rich quick schemes. Yes. And so I had this idea. Now I'm going to say it on the pod. So I guess other people can take it. But I was going to like next year or whenever the year before is buy like of Vuvuzelas in every single color (laughs) and then stand on Hollywood Boulevard and sell them for like you know, fifteen dollars of Vuvuzela at a like a fifteen hundred percent markup. I like it. Yeah. Channel because was that two thousand? Yeah, but yeah. you're gonna want one for your team, whatever country you're from. <laughs> like, on Vuvuzela, like, is that a French Vuvuzela? And you're cheering on Gabon. 
I think you could put like, well, my additional idea was you get stickers of flags and you like put a French flag on a blue one. Really just buying flags. I'm not going to win over your audience like with a story like that. So let's just keep going. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be laughing at us because you're going to be rich. You're going to make 200 pounds after a full day. (laughs) After my whole house (laughs) is just filled with Vuvuzelas for a year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get messages in 2020. When is the? It's the French Olympics is next year, so 2028. So we're gonna get messages was... uh, five years time, saying, "Listen, I underestimated Claire, and I have made millions on Vuvuzelas." Sadly, I'm like determined to make money off of this stupid Olympics. I gotta get a sticker idea or something. The London 2012 Olympics was one of the greatest times summers of my life. It was great. Yeah, Mo Farah double gold. Yeah, the mobile, and it was it was one of those things where uh, everyone was saying about how busy and awful it will be everywhere. So everyone left, and it was the nicest time I've ever had. It was great. Everyone was friendly. It was insane. Oh well, then maybe I should stay. Look, that's think about it. It could be good. Hmm. Anyway, who was Alison, next, Ross? Alison and Saku played cricket in the tent is why, yeah. why we got onto that, and I enjoyed that a lot, because Saku bowled a big old ball to Alison and hit her in the leg, and it was fun. Yeah, she's, uh, that's what she means. She means business. Yeah. She's not here to play games, and I think she showed that with her bowling. Yeah, they looked pretty good. Her loaf, they liked the color and the height. The cinnamon was there, but they didn't get the orange. They said the flavor combo was spot on, but it was underproved. And I like that Paul does this thing where he just tells them how long away from being perfect it was. He's like, yeah. oh, 10 minutes away that. He's flexing in this week flexing. for sure. Then we had Tasha, roast garlic and rosemary malted loaf. The rosemary from was from her mom's garden, which rosemary is very easy to grow outside. So the flex of it being from somewhere in particular in this instance, but like I've got some on the fucking balcony in east london it'll survive it's hardy anyway i also like tasha was like because they're all kept being like oh you knocked the bottom of the loaf and tasha was like well i can't do that and i enjoyed that like she's like i've got to figure out how to make sure bread's cooked in other ways because you cannot hear it Hmm. it was dense but delicious 90 odd percent there i think tasha i'm almost certain now tasha's gonna win this thing She's definitely the front runner. I think her and Josh are starting to separate themselves. Yeah. They both look so good. Yeah. Yeah. Prue's comment of like, I would be proud of this if I made it myself, which seemed to be a very genuine Ooh. in the moment comment. I was like, that is worth like three handshakes. Yeah. Cause I, I think that was because with Paul saying it's 90%, I think Prue wanted to be like, that's 90% for Paul, who's like, oh. Bread is his speciality. For me, this is perfect. You know? What I did like with Paul is that, like, he did definitely go into the technical stuff of the bread, which you forget it is a bacon show. But then people do want to learn shit. So sometimes when he does go, like, oh yeah, what you've done here is, like, it gets into the, you know inside baseball, if you will, Claire. You know, like uh, into the into the weeds of it. So, um, yeah. So Dan, we had next. Now this is the start of Dan's nightmare. Uh, oh, everything. Oh, everything he made this week was like pizza flavored. <laughs> I don't know. He just why. wanted pizza. Dan picked up an Una from uh, 
John Lewis last week, and he's like, I'm, which is like, I don't know if it's a UK, oh, they're probably European, I don't know, they're like a pizza oven that you put in your garden, but it's like a really cheap, simple one, and it felt like he just bought one, and he was like, <laughs> everything's going on the pizza oven, yeah, uh, it had uh, bacon and wild garlic, but we discovered Dana is also a forager. Yeah. We kept saying forage, it's the word of the season. Mm. Yeah, I'm kind of over it. I mean, I it think very great. You, you're not very... getting extra points for picking your own garlic, you know. Come on. It's a baking show, not it's not bloody I don't know gardener's God. world. Yeah. Speaking of things that are kind of 2012, right? Foraging. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, aren't you interesting? Fucking tell it to Noma, bro. Um Abby. So yeah, so they were sort of rustic and appetizing, really interesting, delicious lore, but it needed more uniformity with a filling. Um, so yeah, that was that. And then we had somebody who had maybe even worse week than Dan, your mate, Claire, Abby. And your mate as well. Um, yeah. She'd she served could. It smoked garlic. She'd recently served it, and it went down well at a local village community lunch. What you guys just have like lunches for people? That's so nice. Just random lunches. I don't know. That's I think that's uh, <laughs> that's how the other half live. Yeah. Rural wealth. Yeah, Claire, if you weren't trying to hawk Vuvu sailors on any motherfucker that walked down the street, maybe you'd be invited to some community lunches, you know? Like, <laughs> gee, would you like this? Get rich, you know. Have you heard about Pond? There's a guy called Ponzi, you know, some good anyway. Um, if Abby walked up to me in LA and offered me a cottage loaf, which I had never heard of until today, um, <laughs> while I was selling Vuvuzelas. <laughs> you just go to her for the, for the, Ele- the Olympics. Uh, she could be there, you know, like viewing the Olympics well, or whatever. Gymnastic. She's on her ring spinning around. Yeah. Is yeah. that in there? The circus rings? Yeah, probably. If she did offer me that, though, I would probably be like, sure. Even if she thought I was, you know, unhoused or something, I would take it. Yeah, I mean, that's how you get. You're not going to get rich quick if you're spending food on lunch. You need to get free bread from passersby. Exactly. No overhead. Well, after you buy the boo-boos. (laughs) And Claire, obviously, you you probably kind of felt kinship with this because she said, oh, her cottage looked more like a bungalow which obviously you live in one so i live in one yeah um, uh mine's two floors though so I'm not sure what bungalow. she's talking about yeah but she also called it flat janice yeah. i like that name is That's... that a reference i don't think so she just called oh. it called her older loaf janice and then it didn't rise so it was flat janice i guess unless she was mean to a girl that perhaps didn't develop as a teenager, and that was a, a name they gave to her. I don't know. Um, she had six cloves of garlic in there. That's too many cloves of garlic. And uh, couldn't really get a rosemary t- uh, flavor, and there was not enough salt. It affected structure. Nikki. Roast garlic and rosemary with Scottish sea salt. Now, one of the things they were doing with all this bread is they kept bragging about doing it by hand. I'm doing it by hand. Abby's like, oh, I did 300 needs. Yeah. Whack it in the kitchen aid, mate. Technology's yeah. advanced. What are you doing? You're not going to bloody Warburton's and there's a bunch of northerners needing bread every morning, you know? Or just do half and half. 
Like I know she wants to be able to feel, or all these people who are bragging about, I know they want to feel the gluten because it can go bad really quickly. Yeah, like that's all about when, knowing the machine. It's, yeah, and taking breaks and like looking at it and pulling it out. But yes. <clears throat> Listen, we've already bragged about my clothes. I've got a KitchenAid. Got it for Christmas many years ago from my mum. What color? What color? Black. Have you got a KitchenAid, Claire? Yeah, so I didn't even know they sold them in black. No, they do. Uh, what I do. That? No, I did that. A KitchenAid. It's like no, uh, I know, but just for the listeners. A KitchenAid is uh it's definitely well, they have in a tent. Those mixers. Yeah. Oh, just the mixer. That's the brand. That's the brand. Is it? Is it? Why very... you got one of them, Ross? You're not making bread. I used to make a lot of bread. No, I knew they sold them in black, yeah. but I think yeah. that in they normally the ones in the tent have a glass bowl, which is strange to me. I have both bowls. I have a glass and okay. a stainless steel bowl. You don't mm. put the bread in the glass bowl, do you, Dana? Well, that's seconds. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Nikki was doing it by hand, and then she was, <laughs> and then she, by the I just uh, captioned what she said. She was like, "Oh, roast garlic, in with your meat." Which I thought was an excellent turn of phrase, and uh, but it was dense, and she's done too much salt. Everyone else, not Kept. enough. Yeah, they showed her doing it as well. They're like, she we need to include Scot- that. She had that Scottish sea salt, and she was smashing it in, and I liked it. And speaking of smashing it in, Dana. Yeah, she'd called her bread. So we had flat Janice, and then we had Bradley Cooper. Now, Claire, you're a yeah. writer. Is that the sort of thing you'd do as a, a punch up for a pun if you were doing social media posts for the Bake Off? If I was if I was paid, no, probably not. I'd do a couple of runs through, but Dana's not paid for this. I wrote, is Dana is Dana high all the time? <laughs> like, I love her. We'd all be friends with Dana. You'd be like, did you know Dana is going on the British Bake Off? And your friends would be like, Dana, this da- Dana Smith, like, they'd be shocked. <laughs> and what I love, because my two favorite, two of my favorites are Dana and Matty. And I think they're both still in it because they're not tr- a- attempting something crazy and difficult isn't even an option for them so they're just doing something so basic every week and then sort of doing it okay and that's enough to get you through yeah yeah they're just right they're thriving they're surviving could you could you as a contestant be like i need marijuana to it's my medicine i need to have it before every filming for anxiety is that allowed there you it's quite difficult to get uh a medical marijuana prescription in the UK that is possible. I don't think, with all due respect to Dana, that she seems the kind of gal that would get one. I think she's maybe from her mum. She did that turn to camera. Maybe she's, you know, sharing. Mama Dana's like, hey, listen, fresh bud from the garden. But she, uh, <laughs> what did she foraged for, for? Yes, mm-hmm. foraging. It was cheesy and and she had smoked cheese and stuff. And they said the flavors were good. It was a great bake, but it split due to underproving. But Dana, again, Dana, much like um, Christy, just straight down the middle, having a good time. Uh, yeah. Rowan. Now, what I would say about Rowan is he said this was inspired by a trip to the Amalfi Coast. This motherfucker's at university. 
Where is he getting his money from? It's he's all about the Benjamins. He's trying to live that White Lotus season two life. And he's yeah. he's an ordinary at uni. Um, there's an olive and tomato cottage loaf. Um, for example, like he has gone to the Amalfi Coast and has charcuterie and wine with his friends. I bought a bass guitar with my student loan. I don't know. That was the thing I bought one year. That's the thing that came to mind of things I bought with my student loan. I don't know. Harry, did you ever buy anything wild with your student loan? Um, What did I do? The I red bought... sparkly one, by the way. It was cool. Uh one time I bought um like a a meal a meal out once with my money. You know, we went to uh Weatherspoons. We went to Pizza Express. Pizza Express, yeah, get free yeah. doubles. So that was pretty big at the time. If you, yeah. if you were there, you'd be like, oh, I remember that. I don't care if from perspective yeah. of university in the UK cheaper than going to the university in the united states one slightly yeah when i went to university in 2006 it cost three thousand pounds a year to go to university like that was the fee the tuition fee then you got a loan and i got the minimum amount of loan because my dad was above the threshold if i had to get a job but the loan i got per i think well it was i think i got four grand a term i want to say I can't remember. What do you remember what you got, Harry? It was like it was nine grand. My entire student debt was like thirty grand all in. Yeah, nine eight. Yeah, I think that's probably about right. So yeah. Was I was like, I was probably similar. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, I wasn't flying off to the Amalfi Coast. Um and he had seven hundred grams of flour. And again, he got told <laughs> to look monstrous. And then he monstrous. put shitty little S's on it. Why did he do that? Yeah, I don't know. And to be honest as well, I feel like olive and tomato, are they even particularly Amalfi flavors? I don't think they are. It's just Italian. It's like... Yeah, it's just generic Italian. Like you already were doing this whether you went to Amalfi or not. I would have preferred mm -hmm. if you'd drawn the little Dormio man on it, like a little cartoon of the Dormio. Uh, oh. Hey, it's a Dormio day. <laughs> or just Super Mario on the side. At one point he says, chuffing heck. <laughs> that's a good one now that's like the northern version of saying frick chuffing <laughs> 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 hell is like fucking hell so like a, an apple review might say like <laughs> claire is cool as chuffing heck <laughs> no it'd be like claire does my chuffing head in would be like that oh gosh so Five stars, though. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have, you, have you ever seen the film The Full Monty? 19. Of course I have. They chuffing what a... film The Full Monty all the time. Same. I don't think they say chuffing heck, though. This is chuffing hell, I think they say. Yeah, hell. The heck part is throwing me off, though. Heck, yeah, yeah. Well, like, adding heck there feels, at that point, overkill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh... Yeah, Full Monty's so, a wonderful film, though. Great film, yeah. Uh, yeah. Looked monstrous. I remember. I remember the, the first time I saw. I always remember the opening scene of Full Monty, where a woman pisses in the urinals. <laughs> that's just the, the thing that stuck with me from that film. And I was like, oh, "That's impressive." Anyway, pre Shiwi, I assume. Uh, Josh Induja Pizza Cottage Loaf. Yeah. 
Now, again, Induja, I feel like that's like a new, that to me again feels a bit sort of 2012. We've just discovered spicy sausage, not yeah. pepperoni, not pepperami. Do they have pepperami in the US, Claire? Pepperami? In, in, in your in your experience, we should preface everything. In my personal in my court where I've lived in the three largest cities in the world, or in the country. I mean sorry, in the country. Uh no. Pepperami, I, I haven't quick. come across, but but let me just say, you know, on an artist's budget, I don't necessarily shop at all the bespoke. Well, pepperami is like markets. It's, it's a slim gym, I think, is the yeah. equivalent. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's it's then I've had a slim gym, certainly. Is a slim gym like a sort of edible, like sausage? Yeah. What right. slim gym is is uh extremely processed beef jerky i, I believe so, i've um, never looked at yeah. you don't look at the ingredients of something like that really uh you're just in the but, gas station on your trip hitting them up yeah, yeah. some of them are spicy delicious mm -hmm. coffee from wherever it is not in scotland you don't you wouldn't that would be with a big gulp or a oh. uh <clears throat> free a, like a frosty or something like you so yeah well more a pepperoni afternoon. is just very thin pepperoni like but long processed meat uh, and it comes in like a what looks like a condom basically it has this big very sh sheath that you draw back um much like an uncircumcised penis and then you uh yeah it's it's kind of a staple of the british packed lunch in the 90s i would say and josh oh. has put that in his bread basically he put that in the bread uh oh. and it's lovely color it turned out quite nicely the flavor is great Nice balance. They're matty. I'd try it. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, olive and tomato cottage loaf. He had a bit of banter with Paul on bowl size. Yeah. Uh, Again, I honestly the the innuendo is getting a bit tiresome. I'll yeah, say that. it's not forced. Uh, but does also feel right up Matty's street in terms of that's where his humor level is. Yeah, I do actually like Matty. This episode, me, was a coming out party for yeah. Matty. He is the man. <laughs> I love him. I want him to win. Matty definitely believes that, like, you should, like, AI is good. Like, scripts yeah. should be written by AI. Like, I got, I started, like, looking, like, at him in a different light when he, like, just turned the mixer on and walked away. <laughs> yeah. That... <laughs> it's like he wants to automate Bake Off. Yeah. yeah. If you want technology, here is right here. It's like it. automate the whole show. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was that. Uh, they said he fumbled with the cut. It looked rustic, but it didn't look too bad. And it had a lot of feeling, but it worked. So they also did a super cut of people fingering bread. Um, that... <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I wrote down um, digital penetration. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the name of Matty's AI company. Um, That's right. So on to the tech challenge. Oh, I wanted to say, did you guys like predict when they were showing like the breads and then they would be like, I try to think like, are they going to say it's good or bad? I I was off every single time because I was like, I thought they are not supposed to be flat. That's what the editing was telling me as a person who's never tried a cottage loaf. And then when they were flat, they were like, oh, they're good or they look good. And then the ones that they thought were bad, they I didn't predict that that's how they would the judges would feel about Power anything. Is that it can look terrible but taste wonderful. 
I, yeah, I think it was hard to tell, particularly from the outside. Once they cut it in, you can yeah. kind of see what's going on a bit. But yeah, because did, did you did you when you went to culinary school? Did you do did you do bread making? Or we it... we did a little bit, but uh, I've made the pan chapeau, which is like a brioche in okay. shape, similar shape. So but I've never seen this. Or... Yeah, um, it's brioche flavored, so whatever you want it to be. Well, brioche is just buttery bread. Sweetened mm-hmm. bread. Sweetened bread. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, I, listen you're the one that's going to deal with the, the messages we get, so. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be doxxed by the end of this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we already know. Yeah, just, they'll be looking for bungalows in LA. We will sell the bungalows, LA player. Yes. Where's yes. the biggest shipment of Vuvuzela's gone to in the last six months? <laughs> Dear FedEx. Um, right. So, uh, so, yeah. So then we had the tech challenge. Now, speaking of things I've never seen in my entire life, a Devonshire split. I've seen it. I have seen. I, I swear I've seen it. I have seen it. Um, they look like butts, big butts. I thought they do. Yeah. What I, I in my mind, they're usually longer, more like say like a hot dog bun sort of shape. That's not a Devonshire. That's like a cream bun. Yeah, I think that's what it is though. Because no, it was like bread. It was like a bread. It was like a a bread. A, yeah, a bread bap. Like a bun, like yeah. a burger bun, but with a crusty top. Whereas the hot dog one is squidgy, so it had a cr- like I don't know. Yeah, but I think that's just like a poorly made one, you know. I feel like if an American business person saw that, they'd be like, "Oh, it's it's a sconut, it's a scone and a donut." Oh, I see. Open up a chain, get a line yeah. around the block, trademark it. Mix anything with a donut, and that is instantly a an Instagram hit. I, I think I'd like to eat this. That's what I wrote. But I, I also wanted to know, what are people from Devon or Devonshire known for? Like, what um, are they like? Well, it's the West Country. They, they um, I think scones. They do scones down there. Scones, by the way. Actually, scones. They do scones down there. With cream with yeah, cream tea. Jam and, That's and a big cream. thing is the, the cream jam order is a big thing in yeah. Devon versus Cornwall, I think, is it? It's like the order you put in, I forget. That's like a big, like, mm. scone or scone is a big debate in dull people. We've talked about in the podcast before. Um, mm. I say scone. It's traditionally sc- posh people from Scotland would say scone. Scone. I don't even know what I say, honestly. I, I, I can't, I couldn't tell you. I was I was corrected in Scotland for what like what am I I said scone because like what am I supposed to do put on an accent just for one word yeah but it's okay that yeah you are (laughs) this was near Inverness oh yeah they were fucked listen I describe as uh so I'm from Aberdeen which is north I say anything north of Aberdeen is where it gets really weird and Inverness is right up in that Inverness, uh, whenever I explains to somebody what Inverness is, Inverness used to be a town. In the UK, to become a city, you have to have a cathedral. Inverness wanted to be a city, so they built a cathedral in the 70s. And we're like, now we're a city. Groovy. What a groovy time to build a cathedral. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like 
Marvin Gaye, the Vietnam War. They're like, you know what we need? Catholicism. Catholicism. This will shake things up. Um, so yes, yeah, so these never just splits look like uh, big old butts. Um, mm -hmm. This is the one where I, when I wrote that Noel's stuff made me laugh because he said they were being lowered into a medieval well and that made me giggle. <laughs> um visual joke um and then he also did some stuff about uh was he saying like he was like reading a was it one of they said rowan was writing poetry and then he kept talking about paul loves desert boots yeah you funny. could hear and you could hear crew laughing in that which you never they never do that on this mm -hmm. they never do the yeah. crew laughing i love a desert boot. maybe me you know like you're comedians like sometimes the presence of an unfunny person can really dampen your creative spirit and maybe noel is coming out of something you know He's... i think Al allison yeah. is like a very like she just goes along with everything she laughs yes, at everything yes. and i think that does just bring the vibe up like yeah. everyone's tr ha like up for yeah being funny she's more dancing for like, somebody like, at having some point, a laugh just dancing, you know? playing cricket with people you know? yeah it's Whereas quite... I felt, you know, Matt Lucas maybe had like a binder of jokes he would bring to set or something. I definitely yeah. think the cutscene bits where it's Paul Prue and and um, Allison and Noel, those are definitely better now. Like they they definitely they seem mm -hmm. to be enjoying each other's company way more than they used to, uh, which I yeah. thought was interesting. Um, but yeah, so uh, the other thing is, I look very chilly in the the tent today. I thought I, I was trying to figure out when they, we usually film this in the spring, but it looked particularly cold. Granted, in London today, it's in the mid twenties. So what's that like in the? Well, you're in LA, so it's fucking old hot. But sixties? Like, no, higher than that. It's like in the seven. It's like in the eighties. So it's it's warm, warm. It's warm. That's another one. So yeah, warm. You'd hear people say warm instead of warm. Um, my mum would definitely say it's warm. Um. So anyway, so yeah, they had a bit more uh, wrinkly ball banter. Dan here fucked it. He didn't put any sugar in his dough. And I thought, oh. Um, Alison and only Alison get away, can get away with saying biek, like a Jamaican style. And she's embracing it. And I'm here for it, actually. I quite enjoy that. It's a nice, fun, new thing to bring to the tent. Because she doesn't do it every time. But when she does it, I'm like, fair play. I couldn't do that in the tent. That would be cultural appropriation and it is black history month so unless i did it I was like hey guys it's black in the uk it's black history month don't panic Claire. you look like you'd missed a memo there in your calendar <laughs> <laughs> that's not true but whatever well, you want in the uh, anyway black history month. it's february yeah shortest month sure <laughs> yeah, that's that's america that's america yeah let's get it over and done with yeah, every four years we'll extend it a day. You're welcome. Uh, anyway, so we had the technical challenge. Dan came last. Didn't put any sugar in. Then Rowan, Abby, Matty, Christy, Nikki. There's a lot of E's, Nikki's. Josh, Dana, Tasha, and Saku smashed it. And she looked so, two things. She always looks so relieved. Like she's just been told that the tumor is is, is not malignant. Um, I just love her. I think she's great. Yeah, and you could tell, like, after episode one, she was the clear start. Yeah. They kind of are trying to give other people a chance, but in the moment she has, she's still so entertaining. Yeah. So likable. Yeah. Um, they, they're really, like, it's a really horny episode. Like, they last 
challenge was all about balls. And then this one, they were like, oh, let's put the cream in the hot bun. And they kept repeating that. And I'm wondering, like, they're like, that does numbers. Well, this show does, in the UK, this show does stretch into post-Watershed, which, you know, if they wanted to put a tit in the tent, they could. (laughs) 9 p.m. Four peaks. Yeah, yeah. So, do you have the watershed in the UK? In the US, is after a certain time in the US, can you show a tit, say fuck? You know, these sorts of um, I'm not an authority on this, so, but I, uh, I it like used to be, yeah. used to be, mm. like HBO, but uh, you know, cable sort of died in my lifetime. Uh, network TV sort of dying currently, so I'm not really sure the rules anymore. You used to. You used to have to have a, like a pregnant woman put her behind a couch if the actress is pregnant. Still we still do that in the UK when my partner. Gets yeah, was like, but there, but I don't have the the rules. You know the 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 FCC rules. They're always changing here. We're always deciding new things that you can and can't say like constantly. They're probably just pleased that you can a woman's giving birth in your country finally. Uh, given all the, <laughs> I'm just gonna go down if, <laughs> if it's her choice, yes. I guess so. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, so Abby was crying. She was upset. Dan, there was a lot of football parlance in this episode as well. Dan said, we go again, which is my favorite uh, terminology to use, which Stephen Gerrard said uh, after a Liverpool win. And it's often used out of context now for after a failure. Say, so we go again. I say we go again all the time and it drives just my partner mad. I was assembling a number of Ikea shelves and it was the same shelf over and over and over again to put in a cupboard. And Jess is like, how are we? And then I was like, Jess, can you help me move this up? So we could like send it up and I could like pin bits of whatever the fucking handle or whatever into it. She's like, is that all done? I was like, we go again. And to the point where she's like, can you please stop saying we go again? (laughs) Oh, that is funny though. It is funny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, if you ever in your life, Claire, do you say certain things that drive you? I've forgotten your husband's name. Um, uh, Brendan, uh, he, where our new thing is, um, the actress Gina Rodriguez tweeted something in 2016, or maybe it's 2018. It's not worth going into what she tweeted, but she tweeted, um, someone asked her, uh, hey, do you have any resources for like a scholarship? And she wrote back, Let's do research, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I actually have the uh, I have it saved to my desktop. Mama, let's research. So Brendan and I have been lately saying like, Mama, let's research. Let's right. get some research done. Uh, the joy of life is when you get a nice little inside uh, joke with your lovely like a personal meme. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a meme for only one person's enjoyment, and that one person is usually just me. Um, I recommend looking up the tweet though; it's funny. <laughs> Mama, let's well, Mama, let's research it. Um, Mama, let's research. So the showstopper. So Abby, at this point, I thought was interesting. Uh, do because I didn't think uh abby was doing that badly but clearly the writing was on the wall dan was not looking good i like that um they said paul how's everyone been going he's like it's been a pretty poor standard <laughs> just like yeah. no holds barred on bread week paul holds no punches yeah i, I, I don't like think he's, he's ever a... said it's been a good week on bread week no, he's always pissed that's true i feel like he 
went into the producer's office though this time and was like, I told you, this is the season where we have really good bread bakers. <laughs> and what you failed me again. Yeah. He's a perfectionist. Um but Tash was smashing it. Uh they said <laughs> see and again, the football chat, he said Josh was there or thereabouts, which is again like such a thing a manager would say after a after a football match. Paul says that a lot, though. There or thereabouts. Paul says that a lot. But it means nothing. <laughs> like, oh, how, how are we doing? Oh, we're there or thereabouts. Is this finished it's yet? It's in the mix. It's in the mix. There or thereabouts, you know. At the end of the, end of the, the, end of the day, it's a game of two halves. There or thereabouts. We're going to put it in the mixer. You know, we go again. Filler. That's, that's a football manager post interview. Um, they had to make... A uh, oh sorry, and before we get to what they had to the showstopper they had to make, it was here where Allison was like, "Oh, I love it when Paul is strict," and then Prue, who is a woman in her late eighties, I believe, said to Allison, "I know there's nothing wrong. You can still get horny when you're in your late eighties. I'm I hope I still do." Anyway, said to Allison, "Oh, does it turn you on?" And then she stroked her arm. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, wow. and you could see, like, this was when Alison was, like, almost like, this is a lot, but I'm going to go with it. That is, know? that was like her, that was like her bake-off initiation. She just, that was the moment where I thought, the dynamic is there now. Prue is bantering with Alison, another woman in the tent, not a racist old comedian, and uh, having a good time. Um, I had a, so when they're they're sort of introducing the showstopper, though, um, Noel says, uh, going out on the Raz tonight. Yep. Like going out and party, going out and partying. So if you're going out on the Raz is short for razzle dazzle. Mm-hmm. Okay. With the term razzle dazzle. You're in showbiz. Going to the club. Going to the club, going out on the, dr having a drink. On the town. Going out on the, the town. town. Paint the town yeah. red. Hit, 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 hit the town, hit the city. Okay. All right. No. So, yeah, I just go down the Raz is short for going out on the razzle dazzle. <laughs> if you said that as a full sentence, so that is crazy. No one, I think, no one has ever said <laughs> razzle dazzle. Uh, apart from maybe I don't know uh, performers in Butlins in the nineteen forties, but um, yeah, Raz is like yeah on the Raz. Is it maybe Cockney rhyming slang? Is I don't know. It's not rhyming slang, but oh. just like. <laughs> I would say, oh, I would like you could. I can imagine, like, I've definitely had someone say to me, like, come in the office being a bit hungover and to be like, oh, you're on the Raz last night. Like, yeah. Like that. Yeah. It's people say it. So people, I mean, I guess an equivalent would be, uh, are you putting on the Ritz tonight? Oh. But that is. Ritz. I don't know. Yeah, I don't but that's only the if you. That's if you're like, you walk out and your husband's in a tuxedo. And you're like, oh, we're really putting on the Ritz tonight. I guess I should go get dressed. Yeah, I think you could probably... It's more about the outfit. You'd say, oh, we're going out on the Raz. I think it's more like hitting the town. Like yeah. hitting the town is kind of it's like you're out, yeah. you're out there, you're having some drinks. You're on the Raz. See, a lot of a lot of places in America have no razzle or dazzle in the town. It's a Walmart and then like a Texas Roadhouse or a Chili's that you're putting the Raz on in, and there's no dazzle right there. Now. Every drink is 600 calories and will give you a hangover. I wouldn't use the, the Raz like, for that, really. Yeah, no, we'll go on the Raz. Yeah, I just, yeah, go on the Raz, go out on the piss. 
that would be this that would be kind of the more common way of saying it. Oh, I've gone out on the piss. So that would be to get pissed is to get drunk. I I got that, but going out on the piss is I that's new to me. Thank you yeah. for uh clarifying you go out on these parties you go into these parties after the writer strikes ended you've been going out on the piss sure you I could did yeah you get some show you could you could get a writer's job in the british drama you could because you could oh that's what they want yeah, yeah. They that's say, they this. definitely want another person in their extremely exclusive guild wow is that i don't know <laughs> it it it's like the smallest between canada and wga it's uh it's tough to get in that one. That's why we have a lot of your folks over here coming to make it in America. Land of opportunity. Yeah. Land of opportunity. Painting the town red. Supposedly, yes. The showstopper was a plaited centerpiece loaf. Uh, you needed to paint a picture with braids. I think Paul at one point said he wanted to be wowed and going, how have they done this? Which he then said when he saw uh, that fucking awful tiger. Was like wow. I was like, yeah. I could have figured out how. Oh, difference of opinion here. Anyway, we'll get to target. That. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked by that. Okay, well, but I'm just in terms of like when it when he said like how they done that. I'm thinking like show me like bread, but it looks like an Escher painting. Like the stairs, where do they begin and end with a plat? Not here's a fat, here's a fat fingered Medusa. <laughs> like, wow, Medusa was great. The hands. I didn't they care looked, for Medusa. It looked like somebody with arthritis. Yeah. Um, anyway, we start off with Abby. She was doing a tree. Uh, she said wherever she goes, she has a favorite tree. And then they said, mm -hmm. and then she pointed to a pink chestnut tree. And she liked that. Um, you look sad, Claire. What's up? This is the point where I like had a pit in my stomach and I was like, she's going to go home. Yeah. They're going to bury her under that uh, chestnut tree. And like I like I had a flashback of all the stuff we made fun of her about last week. <laughs> and I was like, because when she was doing well and we were making fun of her, it was punching up. Mm. And then okay. I felt, yeah. We're not made fun of her. She made fun of her. She she. This is interesting because she made it was um had dock flavored dough, and then had nettles. Now, nettles obviously will sting you, and then traditionally you would get a dock leaf to then diffuse the sting of the nettle. And I thought that's kind of interesting. Is she going to do like a stinging nettle kind of story about you know pain versus pleasure? No, it's just a bunch of mm. random shit she found on the way to the fucking like a BDS, a BDSM tree. Is that what yeah. you're kind of her swing? Yeah, the swing comes out again, and then boom. Yeah, I, I think when they when she described it, it was like, yeah, you're. This sounds terrible. Yeah. I feel like just because you forage something doesn't mean it has to go in this week's bait. <laughs> exactly. Well, it does if you're a forager, because it's going to go bad. That's true. Let's go next time, Abby. Stay at, stick around for another week. Um, the other thing is, that I've never seen mushrooms that look like mushrooms. Like, never seen mushrooms that look like that that she did with the red and the white. I've never seen a red and white mushroom. Only in Super Mario. Yeah. Have you ever seen a red and white mushroom? Not 
No, not no. I don't really walk. It's a dry climate here. I don't really walk around. I've see I've seen them mushrooms. Where my mushrooms? No, I've seen them, mate. You're just not looking. I guess not. If you're like me and you're like Abby, and everywhere you go, you have your favorite tree. You're looking, and yeah, you see the red and white mushrooms yeah. everywhere. And there's a gnome that lives underneath and uses it as an umbrella. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's a parasol for a little gnome family. <laughs> And then Abby just visits them and says, oh, I've made you a little nettle tea. The design was rudimentary. It needed more flavor. It was dense and cake-like. They liked the doxied flower. They said it had an unusual flavor. Now, at this point, I thought, she's not done great here, but I think she saved herself. I Here's what I thought. I thought when Abby was crying during the technical, I was a bit like, this is, it's not even going that bad and the technical yeah. doesn't matter, right? But then I do feel like I reckon I feel like Paul was annoyed by her crying earlier <laughs> and went hard because as soon as it came over, he went, so the design is rudimentary. And it just felt a bit like, oh, it's kind of like a it's not that bad. Like there's it's not the best one, but it's not the worst. And he just went so hard. What about punching down? What about yeah. punching a woman while she's down? Hollywood exactly. Right. That's oh. what I felt. I, I, to me, I'm Team Abby. She's obviously gone now, so I don't have to stick by that in any way. But <laughs> I did like her, and I think she's got a fun, quirky personality. Yeah. You liked her? I feel like we could play that back and maybe <laughs> Your Honor. subject. <laughs> play, the tape, play the tape from episode one. Uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, she did all right. Then we had Rowan, and he did... Uh, a tree that he named after himself, a bread rowan tree. Mm. Um, one thing I noticed here, obviously we talked about Paul being a short king. Rowan's actually very tall. Yeah, like a tree. Oh, he's a tall lad, like a big old tree. His dad had made him the stand. He gave his dad a shout-out. Shout he went, thanks, John, for the stand that he made for the tree. Um, That's cheating. He, yeah, your dad's not supposed to do your homework. Yeah. Right? Um, but yeah, he, he flopped it here. Uh, they said it looked absolutely fantastic, but there was raw dough. Uh, it was heavy and overflavored. Paul kept doing impressions of yeast during this, during Rowan's, uh, but which I enjoyed, where he kept being like, Help me, I can't rise, which really could have done with channel and that acting energy weeks one and two, I thought. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, then we had Nikki with a Highland cow. Yeah. Second of the series, episode yeah. three, second Highland cow. What do we think of that? I enjoyed it. I called it. I called it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you think big Highland cow has infiltrated the bake-off tent? I said that Nikki seemed disappointed when Josh made a Highland cow. Yeah. Because so that is made. her culture. Yeah. And that's one of the ways you do well on Bake Off is you share about your culture and a popular symbol of the Highlands is the Highland cow. And uh, yeah. yeah, and wow. there was one because she had it in her back pocket for bread week. Yeah. Um, well, and it worked because it looked absolutely fantastic. I said it was beautiful. The display was incredible. The only problem was the distribution of flavor. Yeah. Um, the other thing I noticed in this, when Nikki was making this, was that she had laminated 
uh, her design, which I enjoyed. And I couldn't help but think to go back to the previous week. And I was trying to decide whether Nikki owns the laminator or her husband owns the laminator. Um, I couldn't decide. I don't know. No, I I reckon it's Nikki. I think she's, I think she's making leaflets i think she's making i think she's laminating things i think she's making a list and she's laminating you ever, you ever use you ever use a laminator in a work capacity harry oh yeah so much such a pleasurable experience I, and um i used to go for like the matte finish of the lamination yeah, classic. Mm, smells yeah. good yeah. yeah glue it smells great sniffing glue in the office <laughs> what uh, did you say hippie whippets hippie Hippie What's crack. a whipper called? Hippie crack, which is, <laughs> which is <laughs> nitrous oxide. Uh, anyway, so that was Nikki. Middle of the pack. Stay for another week. Then we had Saku, who's doing Peacock on a Branch. Uh, she went on a ramble down memory lane, kind of a non-cohesive one, where she was like, oh, I've been planting hair. Uh, since I was 16, I've been plaiting my daughter's hair and she's 21 now. And then she went, oh, my baby girl. Yeah. <laughs> it just made me laugh. It's just like, what? She's like, somebody was just like showing her, showing her a slideshow of family photos in her mind. And then she was just reminiscing while she was on camera. And I enjoyed it. Yeah. A lot. She's 21. That's, she's worried she's fleeing the nest. That's yeah. what's going on there. Yeah. Her That's then. her main anxiety right now. That's why she's fine yeah. with the baking. She's like, is nothing yeah that's okay the younger generations are gonna have to live with their parents with all the rising costs of living so it'll be fine nobody's fleeing the nest anymore yeah not at 21 that's (laughs) (laughs) what i didn't think as well there's a lot of plaits in the tent this week uh tasha had her hair in plaits uh as did um what saku obviously is always got her hair in a, a lovely plait um and uh who else did to Dana, Dana had her hair in plaits as well, and I thought, hmm, it's plait week. Ultimately, ultimately, the difficulty of the bread plait did not matter in the judging, though, which is sad. Like, if you to to braid nine strands is really difficult of like hair. Like, I could I don't couldn't do it on on hair or or bread. Um, but ultimately, they didn't give any points for like how difficult the braid looked you're a good platter, Claire, yourself a woman with- i can do three strands uh maybe once upon a time i could do six for a friendship bracelet or something okay. like that but would you ever do a french plait in your hair for example but i can't do it and my uh, arms get too tired yeah you need saku to uh pop saku over yeah are you at uh braiding dad braiding era yet you have, no. a, you have a daughter right my daughter is one year old and uh, she just has very short. She has still short, and she also has very curly hair at the moment. So, well, um, start watching YouTube videos now. You'll be ready. <laughs> my partner has braided my hair before. A bit of fun. Um, oh, yeah. Not what a, kind of braids? I have to uh, quite often likes to put French plaits in my hair when I'm not paying attention, and then calls me a pretty pony. I think is it <laughs> something that happens in our household. <laughs> Uh, I do not like it. Um, so we had, uh, so yeah, we had Saku. Then we had Dan. Now, prior to Dan's start, they'd had some banter with Dan about his arms had been in the proven drawer. 
which I enjoyed a lot because he got big old muscly arms. So yeah. for a man of his age, I wonder if is he juicing? Like is that legal in in the UK? Because performance enhancing drugs, steroids. Uh, it's not yeah, but he's not a professional player. So in like you could probably do some of that here and unless you're trying to win you know, the Olympics or something. You think he's yeah. roided up? You think Dan's roided? For his age and uh, you know, how much bread he's eating. <laughs> yeah. How much sweets like the body of somebody that eats a lot of bread. And as you can tell here, there ain't no juicing going. The only juicing that's going on here is I don't know, whiskey. I mean there was a vein popping out. <laughs> That's why I'm asking about the juicing. And juicing is, they're not drug tested in the tent, no. although they should be. Get the B sample. Because because no. if you can need, if you're stronger in your arms, you can hold like a whole cake or or need more str strongly, like your bread comes together quicker. They should actually be testing the contestants. Weighing people after the, after the tent, see how much water they've lost from the... <laughs> What weight class are you in? Like they separate them into classes. Squaring up from Hollywood. Everyone's taller yeah. than he's just pissed off, staring at Dan's. The, li the lightweights only have to make cupcakes. <laughs> I like it. This sounds like this this for a second is like what Americans do when they get an idea, a good wholesome show like the bake off. And they're like, how can we get it to appeal to a UK audience? And they're like, a US audience like weight classes. <laughs> What if we yeah. just all the contestants steroids for six months and then they bake afterwards? It's like, well, the joy of the show is like the contestants don't seem like they've been waterboarded. <laughs> like in American reality competition programs, they you can tell to, people are pushed before they uh, they pop on. The... Yes, they go to a, they go to a center where the U.S. military puts them in a room and does terrible things. Like they feel pushed to the edge to create good TV. And I feel that one reason why Americans like the show is it's just like, just let people be human beings and they'll yeah, no. naturally create drama themselves. Exactly. Dan's got his big old roided up arms, um, but it's not helped him because he has absolutely fucked making this. This was mental anyway. So it was stuffed crust. It was a stuffed crust pizza. But the pizza, pizza was yeah, was just spelling with letters. So he spelt pizza. That's so bad. Even if he pulled it off, that's such a crap idea. Like oh. it needs to be more like an illusion. If it were Wow Paul Hollywood, he should, to Wow Paul Hollywood, he should have written like pasta, but it tasted like pizza. It'd be like, what? Whoa. No. Orange. But it was painted blue. You're like, oh fuck, my brain was tricked for a second. Um, yeah. So he is raw. The whole thing's raw. Raw. You raw. It was raw dog in it. Yeah, it was awful. Such a pity. So unlike you. And that's when you knew. That is when you knew that Dan was safe because they said it was so unlike you. It's a bit like when a teacher mm -hmm. tells you off for the first time. Yeah. No, you're gonna get detention. I'm disappointed because it's very unlike you. You know, here is they do like they. In fact, they love a shock exit on Bake Off. If everyone thinks someone's going to win, they love getting rid of them. But I think even now it's too early for that. Yeah, that's that's not now. Next couple of weeks, maybe Dan. If if someone good has a bad week, they could go. But I think this is way too early for that. I just don't understand how we ran out of dough to spell the word. <laughs> 
<laughs> spell the word pizza. Everything about it was magic. Yeah. Um, nice. Then we had Dana, tea beside the sea, little picnic basket, a beautiful plating. <laughs> and then Prue was like, "You've spoiled it by putting all this tat in it, which <laughs> was like blankets in the." the <laughs> and then Noel said, "It looks like her jewelry." Yeah. <laughs> Great. Prue's glasses were so blue in this episode. Uh, they're striking blue. I was mesmerized by them. Um, I feel like the credits of the show, may, I, I've never stayed fully to the credits because I, I get it on streaming and they take them away. But the credits should say, like, Miss Leith's costume was provided by, like, she should have her pri- a private, like, you know, in old Hollywood movies, the, the like, the main star the dame would have like a special costumes provided by like some company or something. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I'm pretty sure we could look up where Prue gets her mad plastic jewelry from. And I have, I think I've spoken about on this very podcast about Prue's glasses before because I think I've I clocked a brand she wore as somebody that owns many different pairs of spectacles. Uh, I was like, oh, I see what she's got there. But um, yeah, well, they... as you get older as a woman, like she is the type of person you can choose to be. Like the artsy, kooky, but looks cool. Like that is one path. What's your choice? Have you thought about it yet? Yeah, I've been thinking about this. You know, I just, I don't want to be a Karen. That's like the most avoidable one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that the Prue is a contender for me though. Like I see myself, you know, at the opening of the LACMA museum bitching about how there used to be a water fountain here and now there's no more water fountain or something. Yeah. Yeah. I feel Could like me. the Harry and I were talking about this because Harry's brand is very much Uniqlo. Um, as he gets older. Athleisure. Yeah. Not athleisure, but then just good basics. <laughs> we talked about it when I did last week. So good basics. Yeah. Harry's a good basics man. As I get older, I just maintain punk rock dad. That has been my brand for a number of mm. years now. Um, sort of the Ben Gibbard. No, because Ben Gibbard has gone more smart now, and he's also does like ultra oh. running, so he's like really skinny. Um, oh, I don't follow up with oh, Ben yeah. Gibbard. I don't much. even know who that is. Ben Gibbard is the frontman of Death Cab for Cutie. Uh, he was with Zoe Deschanel. Many oh, years ago. He's iconic. Happily married to somebody else now. Uh, don't need to trudge up the past. Listen to it on the album. Uh, what album is it that's got it's about her anyway uh, uh kin, kintsugi kintsugi anyway got me you got me into a rabbit hole there um yeah so that's prue's look is good i feel like i'm definitely down the hollywood look which is just like double denim desert boot <laughs> that's my vibe hmm. cowboy so, yeah western wear yeah japanese denim you know that's all this sort of thing hmm. yeah so Dana had beautiful plating, spot well attached. They said they're delicious. The flavors were spot on, but needed a bit of crispiness. Wasn't crispy enough. Harry, look like you're going to say something. No, no, no. Oh, you're just pleased. Yeah, um, yeah. Then we had Christy, uh, whose granddad lived on Primrose Hill. That's money. Cha-ching, that is... cha-ching, cha-ching. That'd be like, oh, Claire's granddad grew up in Beverly Hills. Be like, what? What? I wish I wouldn't be on this podcast if that was true. <laughs> well, Sorry. Christy shouldn't be on <laughs> Bake Off of her dad. That was a bloody Primrose Hill. I I don't know. It's kind of a prestigious thing to do now. 
guess so. Giuseppe did it. True. Yeah. He's a Nepo Nepo chef. Nepo chef. Nepo chef. Yeah. But what? What is the okay? So Nick Christie's thing called into made me recall the entire assignment. What I thought you were supposed to make a painting out of bread. Well, I what think was she, her painting? Yeah, what was she meant to make? Because in the end, she did them she separately. Was, it was just like a, it was it was just from her granddad. It was like a plat. I don't actually. I just thought she she was making an eight stranded plat. Well, here was the the brief it's was a... plaited bread centerpiece. She did that, and I think she was trying to almost look like a. It was just it was two types of bread, and like almost like a wreath, like one. Was okay. But anything's a centerpiece if you put it in the center of a table. Yeah. Well, that's what Chrissy Chrissy's like. Why are you guys Smart. making a, yeah. a peacock? Yeah. Well, I'm just making a, a O. Yeah. I've put a big loaf in here. What do you want? She's right, though. I mean, after Saku's peacock, you don't have any room on the table for silverware or drinks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna put down it's my covering peanut. the whole thing. My pina colada gonna go now, Saku. Um, <laughs> but listen, she did well. They looked beautiful. I remember Bruce like my mouth is watering. My mouth is watering as well. The glaze it on the thing. Yeah, it did look good. Yes, please. And uh, the textures were good. Then we had Tasha and Medusa. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Greek mythology? Claire, your thoughts on Greek me? mythology? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah, me? I don't. I do. I have thoughts. I don't. Oh, is this like the Roman Empire thing? I don't think about it very I'm much. It Ross, you got any feelings on Greek mythology? Like Greek mythology. I, when I saw Medusa, I immediately remember as a child being quite obsessed with Medusa. I thought the idea of it fascinated me. Wow. See this woman and she'd turn you to stone. Isn't that interesting? You were even a goth sexist. as a kid. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> I was reading Goosebumps. R.L. Stein. Listen, I was listening, oh. I was listening to Placid. I don't, I don't really have any thoughts. I remember a test that I had to take that definitely has a real world application today where it was the Greek and the Roman gods and goddesses. And you had to fill in which one was which. Oh yeah. And I, I was so stumped. I was like, I, I knew Apollo, like I knew that one. And then I, I just Apollo couldn't, I, <laughs> not Apollo Creed okay. or Anton Ono Olympian. Uh, no, I, that's all I know. I have, yeah, maybe a bad trigger for me. I'm like, I don't, I think of the test, and I know I did poorly. How about the Disney film Hercules? Great film. Yeah. Greek mythology. Yeah. So that, yeah, what about you? You set, you set us up there like you were about. Yeah, to you set us up. Like, do you have a degree in this or something? Or no, what? no. Um, I like it though. I think it's good. I, I almost like. I think I wish I knew more about it. You know. Like it seems interesting to me, but yeah, I don't really know a lot about it. I was hoping maybe I would uncover like. A passion from you or Ross that you'd be like, yeah, I love it, and I know all about it. Medusa no, if you're is starting, like if you're starting a podcast or a club after this about that, like I'm out. I'm not part of that. Well, <laughs> you didn't listen first. <laughs> I'll I'll subscribe. I'm just not going to come on and talk about you know Hermes like, or something. <laughs> I feel like now there's a current trend in uh literature of like modern retellings of like Greek myths is like every other book that's released. All of Troy told through, you know, one yeah. woman's trial and tribulations to try and make money during the Olympiad. 
in LA. Mm. That could be the like a side character yeah. in yeah. this stuff. Yeah. It's good IP. You know, that's what yeah. they would say. Um anyway. It's free. Tasha was like, oh, her nan said their hair looked like prawns. And then she said her mum said they were like something else. And I wrote, she probably just thought they looked like penises. I, assume that I was thinking that because I didn't really know what they were meant to yeah, look, look like. To me, but I don't know. If your penis looks like Medusa's hair, Platted. seek help. That's a veiny old top. <laughs> I kind of wish she just made like a lady that had prawn hair. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that's all... like a Noel Fielding character. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these are all prisons oh, of their own making. The showstopper is just your your own dumb thing that you decided to do that can either work out or not. And like I guess you can't change it in the moment, but like I feel like that'd be cool if she had just done that. Yeah. And they said Lady who has shrimp for hair. Yeah. And they said it was beautiful. It was a work of art. The hands were beautifully plaited. I th- and I just wrote, but they were so chunky and fat. They were fat little hands. Green bread also. Green bread, mm. yeah. But they said the hair was very clever. It was really strong, fresh pesto flavor. And Prue said, Tasha, you are one hell of a bread baker. And then Paul said, you understand bread. And I like that. If I went to like, what do you guys have? Ladbrokes or whatever it's called. Gambling, what are yeah. you, you sports, but yeah, your sports betting. Paddy Power, yeah, yeah. Labrooks, Paddy Power, William, William Paddy Hill. Power. Yeah, I walk in Poker before stars. this. <laughs> sure, I walk in and I say, "Hey, Sir. Mister, I'm gonna place some bets on the showstopper." Like I had paused That's it and walked in, <laughs> and I wouldn't put any money on that Medusa. I put a little because she's Tasha because she's a good baker, but in terms of like the look. Like I just are. I already thought it was sort of a doom thing, and I was wrong. They loved it. They loved it. I would have lost money. I thought she was going to get another handshake. It seemed like she was so close to getting another handshake, and then Paul was like, "No, let me chill my pants." <laughs> it's not approved. Him. He can only give out a certain amount per yeah. per oh, season, oh, and, he, yeah. and you know he thinks about shit like that. Yeah, handshake inflation yeah, is yeah, very yeah. real. Yeah. The, mm. There was a season where it went overboard, and he dialed it back. Yeah. I think it was it was the season with Rahul. He gave out loads of handshakes that season. Everyone was like, "This is another hand." Then Matty. Now, yeah. Matty said he was a West Ham fan at the time of this filming. West Ham were very nearly going to win the Europa Conference League, which they then went on to win in the Premier League. I don't think they were having. A, West Ham didn't have a great season last year. They were fighting relegation. Fighting though. relegation. However, he didn't come across like he knew what he was talking about. I don't want to disrespect the man, and maybe he's a big avid fan, but he didn't. He said he was a West Ham fan, like somebody that isn't in that into football would be like, "Oh yeah, I follow West Ham." I don't know. You made their badge out of bread. That's pretty. <laughs> make their badge out of bread. That's dedication yeah. to the hammers. Yeah. Why didn't he just make like someone playing football? That's way above. He was like, like what a figure, is a like a stick figure, ge- geometric I... shape. I'm making that. I mean, it looks, Matty's fault. Absolutely process, dog shit. This thing, <laughs> yeah. it looks yeah. And the colors look like a fucking smurf jizzed on it. It's awful. And this is why I love Matty, right? And he's my new favorite. Terrible. Everything he's done this week has just been crap. He wasn't even near the bottom. His name wasn't even in the conversation. No. That's what I respect. 
<laughs> Simple they said, this, this is a four quadrant show. Yeah. And one of our quadrants is lads who pump iron and watch football. <laughs> and we're going to lose the lads if yeah. we... <laughs> we're going to lose it. So all those ads with the... Austin Butler or whatever are you going to be lost if it's just the girlfriends yeah. and wives watching the show? I'm not going to sell the new Dior advert, Dior perfume this Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, they said it was bone dry, or some of it was bone dry. It didn't look great. And then we finished with Josh and his yeah. tiger mascot. He's Leicester Tiger Rugby, which is that rugby union or rugby? I forget. That's rugby union. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. It was like a 1920s, like a boxing tiger, like a, it had a style. It was like a vintage. It was like when you, like if you went to a tattoo shop, like one of those old, old style tattoo shops and there was a tiger on the wall. Yeah. That's the one you would get like an old vintage tiger. It didn't look like a tiger. It looked like a cartoon of a tiger. It was called, they, they christened it uh paul allison christened it and then did it very seriously with water uh it was like a woman of the cloth there um i thought england uh, (laughs) yeah she's cov um (laughs) they said it was amazing effective uh fantastic flavor paul went as far as saying was ingenious yeah i mean it's all right they're setting us up for the uh two titans though aren't they josh and tasha i think they Mm. both did well but they really lent into the positive feedback here i think it's like we're we're flagging up who we should be watching and it is josh and tasha yeah the gen z bake-off oh yeah yeah well for me it was no surprise that tasha got starbaker they were like, oh, is it going to be Josh? Is it going to be Tasha? It's clearly going to be Tasha. She smashed yeah. it this week. Yeah. Has a, I, I wanted to look, I didn't have time to look before we started recording. Has someone ever been a two-time star baker and not gone on to win? I think so. I think y- Jürgen. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Maybe, I think. Her, her, I think there's been a her, few. Her mind. Yeah. Yeah. I loved her. She's. Great. I always follow the good ones that get kicked off early. I always give them a follow. Yeah, you gonna give Abby a follow? Uh, we'll see. Ooh, we'll see. I'm gonna have a look at her now. Get some crystals shipped over to LA. Actually, we have plenty of crystals here. She probably lives here. Garlic. She seems like she could live here. She was in in, in the canyon. She could go live in a canyon. Like, uh, I met this guy called Charles. Uh, Idlewild. She could live up in Idlewild. Not a place. Mm-hmm. Like in the forest. I didn't know that. It's, it's a not Scottish, as good. It's a Scottish band called Idlewild. It's not as good as a forest as she's from, though. It's kind of a dry forest. There's probably fires there, too. So, Lee, but anyway, well, one fire was put out, and that was Abby's. She's leaving the tent. And yeah. uh, she was generally good. And I couldn't believe, I was honestly shocked that Dan didn't go. I was like, what? What? Uh, he did I... do, what did he do on his signature though, Dan? He did. I, no, they liked Pizza. it. His signature was good. It just, the only thing, it wasn't distributed enough, but they liked everything else. So that's why I think Rowan was in trouble, to be honest. Yeah. Rowan, 
Yeah, I, to be honest, I think maybe he should have gone. Well, you're in and you know me, said... I'm Team Abby Stein from this week. <laughs> so you're going to give her a follow. You're big Team Abby. Yeah, oh, I'm fo- I'm following her. You know, I'm two hundred. I'm two thousand two hundred thirty-first follower there. Is that how many followers she's got? Yeah, hmm. I'm in there. I liked it. That Rowan said he was devoed. I was like, oh, that's yeah. some good slang. Yeah. Like that. Raz. You learned so much this week. Razzle. Out on the Raz. Mm-hmm. You Rowan is good entertainment, I will yeah, say. Yeah, Rowan he's... is Rowan is good banter. Yeah, he's got good chat. I want him to do like what's next? A caviar cupcake. <laughs> Champagne. Like, oh, when I was uh <laughs> at school, we used to have caviar for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> he's like deeply in debt. Like Rowan. He's his credit card. He's got a collector coming on the set knocking. You have debtors present there still, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, we'll take it away. <laughs> yeah, he's going to debtors prison after the, after the shoot. Start taking away his KitchenAid mid bake. This is ours now. See, you don't have we don't have debtors prison here. You can just uh, run up a credit card bill stop paying it then offer to pay a little pittance of it or wait till it goes to collections and then just forget about it but you can't really rent an apartment or buy a house for like nine years no or die you could die a lot of folks just run it up yeah and then and the debt can't go to your kids uh they'll tell you that it can but it can't Legal advice. I think. I think. I'm not a journalist or a you know mm, we'll see. a wealth manager or something. DM yeah. me if you know. Yeah. <sighs> you um are in up to your eyeballs in debt and looking for a way out, and you're about to take on Claire's advice. Just take a pause. Oh no, this is not advice. This Check is not financial research. advice. <laughs> Do Next your research, week. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Next week's chocolate week. I'm excited. It looked like there was a lot. It looked like a hot day in the tent. There was a bit where they showed Tasha talking to a paramedic. Wow. Oh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. So we'll find out. We'll find out. I enjoyed it. It was a big, big, big week. Good week. Good app. Yeah, good app. Um, Claire, you've got your your games coming out, isn't it? I was gonna say, do you need to plug something? You've got some. Yeah, I should plug that now. Um, you bought a, so a game a Meta Quest. I saw. Mm-hmm. I That's yeah. I bought it. I had to buy it to play it. My my game. Um, you wrote a game. Is that what happened? Mm-hmm. So I was the writer of a reboot of a '90s computer game called The Seventh Guest, which I never played, but. Uh, yeah, it's a VR reboot. So it's going to be on PlayStation VR 1 and 2, MetaQuest 1, 2, 3, and Steam VR. So that's out on the 19th of October. It's very exciting. It's it's kind of like uh, Clue. It's kind of Cluedo, spooky, we but call kind it of... here. Cluedo? Is what no, Clue the movie. But Clue the movie is based off of the game Cluedo. I know, but the movie is not called Cluedo, right? With Tim Curry, I, I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the movie is called Clue. If it is, write well, in. The, 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 the IP of the film. Not to get into semantics here, but I just very I want to be very clear here. Mm-hmm. 
the film Clue, Clue. based off of the game Clue in the U.S. Known as okay. Clue Doe in the U.K. Right. But the game that I wrote, the tone is like the movie tone I of see. Clue, Bit of fun. where it's both a little funny and a little spooky. And it's not just one or the other. I don't want people to play the game with a candlestick it's more a little bit there's like puzzles and i don't know i'm excited i'm gonna have a little friends over and i hope none of my friends run into the wall or break a window playing vr in my house so because this is going to be the vr room so there's a lot of windows for them to break wow well i look forward to hearing about it Uh, yeah exciting yeah, do you have VR, Ross? You seem like the kind of guy. I that did has have VR. VR for a bit, and it made me deathly <laughs> ill. It made He's you ill. Head. Wow, so so sick. I remember I had a quest for a bit, and um, my mate had one, and and we were like trying to. He was like, "Oh, you should get one. We can play together." And then uh, I was playing it one day, and then he was like, "Why? Why are you so low?" And we were playing this VR thing, and his character was like here. And my character was like, you know, like his waist. He's like, what's going on? Why are you like in the floor? And I was like, oh, I've had to sit down because I feel so sick for playing this game. <laughs> it, gave me like a, it gave me like an instant migraine. It was like maybe so like travels, motion sickness. It was the worst. So um, returned it. Returned it. But anyway, I look forward to hearing about your game, Claire. I'll not play it because uh, my review will be one migraine. I'll send you like when somebody makes a walkthrough. Oh yeah, something. Yeah, like a video walkthrough. Yeah. Which? Oh yeah, you gonna live stream it on Twitch, Claire? You playing it? Uh I don't think I have the capability of that. I don't have a PC with like a modem, like all the stuff you need. I've got one here. Harry and I used to be professional. Clearly. Players. Yeah. <laughs> you have so much gear. Ross is literally covered in gear. Like we don't, I don't think the listeners understand. Like there's plugs, there's cords. That's what, if we're talking about like what kind of guy Ross is, it's a guy with all the gear. Yeah, all the gear and no idea. And that's what you've been ever since I've met you. You've always had loads of gear. Nearly a decade. uh, All the gear and no idea. We're recording on new gear as well. Yeah, listen, it sounds good. Yeah, give us your feedback on the audio, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Please, DM How me. is Ross's voice in your ears? Because he's meant to sound like 1980s Prince. Now you're getting a little behind, getting behind the music there. But yeah, listen. The I'm artist formerly really, known as I'm Ross. running through the Universal Audio Apollo X4 into an SM7B. We've got the Cloud Lifter preamp. It's sounding crisp. You just made that up. Maybe I did. You won't be able to know. Anyway, that's it for another podcast. Claire, looking forward to hearing your game. Uh, listener, if you've got any other grievances with her, please do let us know. Um, we'll uh, we'll read the feedback out on, out on air. I mean, I used to... I think, Harry, I, I, people used to have... Grie- they've only ever had grievances with me. And I think what's what we've managed to do, Claire, is find someone more annoying than me to add to the show. And what's that allowed us to do is... I've deflected. So really, it's mm. it's it's quite yeah, a joke. You're, you're pretty gleeful about uh, the the sheep feedback, Ross. Oh yeah, you love it. it. When I when Harry sent me the screenshot of it, I was overjoyed. It made me so happy. 
you were just like texting each other like we can't wait to ambush claire with like when you said there was misinformation and it turned out to be about sheep there the was, relief that there, washed yeah, over my body. It'd be like a community, like... community note section on our podcast that like, mm. hey, this episode will reference that America only has one mm. sheep. Listeners should know yeah. this woman is full of shit. I am. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't, there's a lot of corporate sheep here and I don't want to go to slaughterhouses. Sorry, Monsanto. I don't want to like see where they kill them. So yeah, I haven't seen a lot of sheep. Sorry. Anyway, look, it's going to be a new dawn for America. Kennedy's going to be present again. It's all going to come, all going to come good. Harry, you got anything to plug? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Harry Monaghan. You've been gigging. You've been gigging, haven't you? I'm out there, man. You're out there, I'm out there. Out. I'm not doing anything. Only in London, though. I don't travel. Anyway, that's get- not true. I think Harry I saw going. that you were like in LA, like like last year. I was in LA last year, yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll be back next year. Well, you can sleep here. In the VR. That would be the the couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the couch. You have to sleep in VR. It's really weird. It's like stay over <laughs> but one condition. You never get to experience reality. All right. right. Um well that's it for another episode. Thank you, everyone. Uh, please continue to leave us your five star reviews and uh your comments, your quotes, people that are sending us pictures of your Who's that? I've forgotten the name of the lady. That's oh, yes. Shauna, I believe Shauna. it is. We got another great doing some uh, sweet. She did Noel's face. What? With Shauna, custard can creams. I get a tag, please? Oh, yeah, we can tag you in it. But that's, yeah, thanks for that. That was great. Uh, hopefully, we get. maybe you'll do a bread one. Oh, yeah, I look forward to that. Yeah. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye Be back soon. Bacon Harry Ross and Sean. That's us. They love you. Yes, we do.